before we get into the podcast, I wanted to mention these watches, row1brand.com. They have eight different Arkansas watches, all retro, different colors, different styles, brands. You can get the black band, you can get the brown band, genuine leather. The back looks sick. Ooh, all yeah, the different that. pictures that they have are really cool. They've got some basketball ones, the styles that we showed you. Uh, I'll try to put in some of the styles. You can use our code FQ20 to get 20% off of them. Um, they're fairly priced for the quality of them. The band's really nice, nice leather, big face. Again, it's at row1brand.com. Yeah, I'll put, the, I'll put the link in the description of this video. Perfect. And you can follow them at Cool Stub on Twitter. They have other cool stuff, too. It's not all watches. Mm -hmm. Shirts, pictures, all sorts of stuff. Welcome back to another episode of Running Through the A. Today, we are joined by Razorback pitcher Cody Frank. He is a grad transfer from Nebraska. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm still an undergrad, but okay. it's close enough. <laughs> okay. How many years of eligibility do you have left with us? This is it. So this is it? Yeah, last year. This is my COVID year, so. Oh, okay. You're from Oklahoma, right? Yes. You've been playing baseball your whole life? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Did you play any other sports growing up? Uh, I played basketball in, like, middle school. Um my parents wanted me to play football when I was like really younger because if I'm being honest, I had some anger issues that they wanted me to be able to kind of let out to uh, somewhere else. So football was like a good alternative, but I had an older brother and they like tested it out on him for a year. And after like the second practice, he wanted to quit. So they decided like football wasn't for the Frank family. Uh, they also didn't want me like, having some freak injury that happens with football that that always kind of scares them so yeah. um yeah football is kind of the picture after that I just kind of played basketball just because like um the high school one or the school I ended up transferring to um we actually didn't have football so it was just <laughs> like it was like baseball basketball and softball were like our only sports we had so then like I played basketball until middle school and then once I got into high school uh, just wasn't really interested in it and then like especially toward the end of like my high school years I realized that like I wanted to pursue baseball on a more serious note and try to make it into college so I really didn't want to like waste my time in a sense in basketball and then also like avoid the risk of injury yeah at what point did you realize that college baseball might be in the picture for you I always kind of had it in my mind that I wanted to go play um, out of high school. Like I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to go somewhere like big. It would have to be like junior college straight out of high school. Um, but I think probably like my junior year is when it started because my brother is a year older than me. So like his senior year, he started having colleges look at him and kind of like offer him and be interested. And I thought that was like really cool. And baseball is something that, like I said, I've played my whole life. So, like, I've invested a lot of time into it and my heart's into it. And, like, I didn't want to just end after high school. Like, I was very serious about it. So, um, once senior year came rolling around, like, I was, like, very dedicated and very serious to it um, on both sides because I was still kind of a utility guy my senior year. Like, I still played infield positions. Um, I still hit it. And then I also pitched. So, like, it was more just – 
really like being an all-around player and just whatever opportunity I could take, whether that was just as a pitcher or as like a position player, whatever one got me to college, like that's fine. I just wanted to go play. Nice. We're actually your third stop. You went to Eastern Oklahoma State College first, right? Correct. Yeah. And then Nebraska. So you've been like at every step. Yeah. What made you what made you come to Arkansas? Um it's 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 kind of hard to like pick out any specific factor. I mean, like I played here in the 2021 regional and like just seeing the atmosphere in itself was like crazy um like I, I told a lot of guys on the team that year like um after it was all over you know like obviously it didn't end for me how I wanted it to but like a few weeks after that you know something I can look back on like even now that I'm here and I'll never I'll never forget that like that's an experience of a lifetime so like the fan base and the atmosphere of Ball Walker like that was one thing and then obviously like the developmental side of things like now we have the PDC and it's just like so much in-depth data that you can't really get that hardly anywhere. So like talking to Hobbs, like he ran me through all that and was just talking about like how they could bring me in and kind of like fine tune me in different ways and like all the different data they could use. And I've, I've always been into that stuff. I'm not like a stat nerd or a numbers nerd when it comes to that. I don't like to sit there and dig into it because that can kind of like mess with your brain when it comes to performing then you're too focused on that stuff and you get too mechanical rather than going out and competing but it is like nice to have whenever you are trying to improve and get better rather than like say you have a rough outing and then like the next week you show up and it's just like all right like here we go let's do it again no like you can go back and rewatch the film rewatch your mechanics look at your pitches maybe they weren't moving right maybe your arm slot changed and just those kind of things to help you improve a lot different than the technology probably at, you know, JUCO and then going to Nebraska. What's that journey been like just grinding your way to one of the best, you know, programs in the country? Yeah, it's been it's been good for me because um, I'm a big competitor. And so, like, coming into junior college, like, you know, the whole, the whole term of a JUCO bandit, like – it's kind of hard to explain to people what that means unless you have been a JUCO bandit. But like in junior college, it's just a straight up grind, like day in and day out. Like there's really no rules. So like you'll have some pretty long practices and pretty long days and then you got to turn around and do it again. It really teaches you just to kind of show up every single day. And then like on the competitive side of things, like you're trying to get out of there and you got two years to do it. And so like you're trying your best every single day to improve and improve and improve. And so, like, it kind of puts that chip on your shoulder of whenever you go to the next place and, like, it establishes a good work ethic for you. Like, for me, coming in here, um, like, being a new guy, it's kind of intimidating, you know, because I didn't really come from anything in terms of, like, a town. Like, my town's really small. I had to work my way into junior college as an academic walk-on. Um, then even coming out of junior college, like, I don't throw very hard. Um, I was, like upper ease coming out of junior college so like where I make my money is like pitch ability and pitch craft I'm not gonna like blow people away with anything crazy but like it just gives you an edge of like you got to put your nose to the grindstone every single day and like coming in here obviously we got like some dudes you got Hagen Smith, Hunter Hall, and Will McIntyre, Seth Morris like you got the dudes that 
I've heard about on the other side. Now you're trying to compete against them while on the same team to like earn innings and earn a role and earn a spot. So like for me coming in, like I just had to put my head down and like get to work because I didn't have a guaranteed role here. Mm-hmm. Like with Nebraska, you know, if I would have went back, you know, maybe I have like a guaranteed role as a starter or whatever it may have been. But like here, I don't have that guaranteed role because we have guys that can just essentially replace me in my innings. So like you have to come in, you have to earn that. And it's like dating back to junior college days and like having that work ethic established has really helped me. You know, and it's I'm like, I don't have anything against the guys, but it's like, that's just kind of the guy I am when it comes to my mindset of like, you're not going to outwork me. Like, I'm going to outwork you. I'm going to beat you. Like, I'm going to earn this role, whatever it takes. But at the same time, like, I'm going to be a good teammate. I'm not going to knock any of the guys or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So far, I've noticed that your role has been kind of, you've been thrown in in some tough situations, bases loaded situations, bases runners on second and third. I don't know. Are you comfortable with that role? Do you you embrace it? Yeah. Um, it's something I struggled with when I first got into, uh, like the power five level, um, coming out of junior college, I was a starter. So like, it was kind of, I can't, I was able to come in and like start the game, be able to set the like pace of play on my terms. Whereas like coming in from the bullpen, like you said, like you can get put in crazy situations, like basically yeah. no outs, surrender the second, third, no outs. And like, those are tough situations that like, you got to come in ready to go you can't just kind of like feel for it at the start of a game and like you know kind of get ready for it which like I understand as a starter you got to be ready to go from pitch one but as a starter you have a little bit more uh like wiggle room in a sense whereas like coming in from the bullpen in those situations like you got to be on top of it you got to be locked in focused whatever hitters up like how we've been pitching them the entire game you can't just really sit around and like talk to the other guys you have to pay attention and see what's been happening in the game. So that way, when you do get put in that situation, you know, like, what's going to happen. You know what you're going to do. And, like, in those situations, you can't allow yourself to think ahead and say, like, oh, I'm going to come in basically just no outs and go punch out, punch out, punch out. Like, you got to focus on one pitch at a time. And I know that from personal experience. I've felt it before. I've gotten myself into situations back when I was a starter of like bases juice, no outs. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to punch three guys out or I'm going to punch this dude out and then get a double play ball or something like that. Next thing I know, I've gave up a bases clearing double or like a single to score two or whatever. And so like, it's really just coming in and focusing on what you can do one pitch at a time. And a lot of times in those situations, it's just about minimizing damage. And I mean, so far, luckily I've, been able to minimize very like very efficiently but like I know baseball and it's not always going to happen like that but at the same time you have to prepare yourself so that way you can go in and think that and have that mindset okay, so does Hobbs kind of give you a heads up that I like, hey, you're probably gonna be in today yeah like he'll come and talk to us um like even in the midweeks he'll kind of walk around and ask guys who maybe thrown recently like hey how you feeling how's the arm feel you know, you could have a chance of coming in today and just be ready. Um, and then like, especially on the weekends, um, it's just more of be ready for every day, you know, because as a bullpen guy, like it's, it's tough only on the sense of you don't know when you're going to throw. Like you got to be ready for Friday. You got to be mentally locked in for Friday night. 
and like Friday nights are always like your really close games, your showdowns, like pitchers duels, like high intensity type stuff. You got to be locked in for that. Well, then if you don't pitch Friday, you got to turn around and do it again on Saturday. So then you got to be ready to go on Saturday. Well, if you don't throw on Saturday, then you got to turn around and do it again on Sunday. Whereas like a starter, like Hagan, like he knows he's throwing Fridays and like he's got to work on Friday and that's it. Well, like a bullpen arm, like I could come in in a midweek on Tuesday or Wednesday. I could throw Friday, Saturday or Sunday or two of those three days. Like it's just, it's all about like staying mentally locked in. You can't just like take one game off. And like really the only time you can if you've thrown like the game before if it's like extended then it's normally going to be like you're not gonna throw the next game like if i were to come in friday night and throw three or four innings like determining like determining my pitch count most likely i'm not going to be on the board for saturday but that doesn't mean you can't take the day off like you still got to be in the dugout be a great teammate be behind your guys and even if like you do get sent down to the bullpen like you gotta get yourself ready to go and like, even if guys are before you, you got to get them ready to go. You got to be behind them. You know, just like, especially for me being like an older veteran pitcher on staff, like we got some freshmen who are having a rough time right now. And it's about like talking to those guys, like, Hey, like, here's how I do it. Here's how I get myself ready to go into the game. Because it's not just going to be like perfect every time where like you get to stretch out, you get to do your bands, you get to do your plows, then you get to play catch. Then you throw off the mound and then you're in the game. Like there's sometimes that you're just sitting down in the pen, they radio down and you got to get off the mound and you got to get ready to go. Last night. Yeah. Carter. Yeah. But so if you, if you know, you're going to go in, I know on weekends, like you say, you have to be ready, but I say like a week, a weekday game and you know that you're going to go in. What is your, what is your game day routine look like? Do you have anything you do special, different, unique, anything? Um, not necessarily from like a unique perspective, but it's more of just like sticking to, um, somewhat of a routine. It's kind of hard to have a routine when you are a bullpen arm, but at the same time, like your pregame preparation can be the same. Like I'll go, um, and I'll roll out, I'll do soft tissue before we end up stretching with the whole staff and Hunter Bell will run us through a uh, warmup. So normally I'll do that after the warmup. That's when I'll do like shoulder tube, bands, plows, whatever I need to do pre-catch go and play catch and normally I don't play catch very far I've normally play about 90 feet but I also don't like to crank it up and get to like a hundred percent like I'm throwing my hardest in catch because like I know I'm going most likely I'm going to be sitting for a little bit so I gotta wait and then be able to ramp it up like for me I don't want my arm like being down here ramping it up sitting down ramping it back up like that's just kind of hard on a on a pitcher's arm so typically what I'll do is play catch and just kind of like chill out for the start of the game. When I go down to the pin, I try to like stretch out a little bit, you know, just do some stagnant stretches, get my hamstrings like reactivated, my back, my lower back, do some arm stretches, try to do some bands if I can. And then when, once they radio down and like tell me to get moving, I'll pick up a plow ball and throw it into the wall a couple of times just to get the arm moving and going. Then that's when I'll start kind of like getting off the mound and getting ready to go. Makes sense. So this team is kind of a newer team than we're used to seeing. Like we're used to having all the people and all the faces that we remember, but this team has a lot of transfers. How has everyone been blending together and the chemistry and stuff in that sense? It's honestly one of the closest teams I've been on. And like you said, like we have a lot of new guys, like 
for me, I was coming in and everyone's new. Like, I don't know anyone except for I knew Parker Rowland previous to coming here because me and him would talk. He was at Eastern. We had that mutual connection. Um, but like, he's the only guy coming in. And so, like, for me, I'm having to learn everybody. I'm having to learn kind of their attitudes, their mentalities, getting close to them. But, like, even from that sense, like, I'm close to every single one of the guys. Like, I have their backs, and I have trust that they have my backs, like, without a doubt. Um, so, like, in the locker room, there's a lot of times where, like, even after games or practices, guys won't just, like, shower and leave immediately. Like, guys will hang out. We'll kind of socialize will communicate guys will get there early and like eat at the field rather than just eating by themselves like at their house or their apartment or whatever mm -hmm. like they'll take their food to the field so that way they can eat around their teammates and kind of socialize um, we'll watch stuff on the tvs we'll play ping pong you know it's just like the locker room environment here has just been incredible like everyone is always wanting to be there and around each other is all like supportive of each other and there's a lot of times where like the hitters and pitchers are separated because like pitchers will go and throw hitters will go and hit do their fielding practice you know whatever it is they're doing that day and so like that can kind of be the border sometimes of like you have your pitchers and then your hitters but like with this team it, that border feels non-existent like i'm just as close to the hitters as i am to some of my uh, pitching staff teammates like the chemistry here is like honestly something I've never experienced. And honestly, it was it dates back to the summer when I first got here. So I came up here to work out in the summer, and uh, it was just mainly me and most of the freshmen. And like I remember being introduced, like, "Hey, like this is Cody. He's a transfer from Nebraska. Like he's gonna be here this year." And immediately, like all the freshmen are walking up to me, like shaking my hand, you know, like welcoming me, and like seeing that from a freshman class is kind of rare, but just like in that moment, I kind of knew that like we were going to be a very close team if you have a freshman class like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I got to ask about the mustaches. This seems to be a team full of mustaches. Are y'all, do y'all have a competition going? No, we don't. And like, it's kind of odd because <laughs> it, it hasn't really been talked about on the team. You know, it wasn't something that got brought up of like, hey, let's all start growing mustaches, yeah. you know, that'd be so cool. It was just kind of like something that happened. And like, I've had mine for a while. Um, it's not like the greatest by any means, but I've just kind of had it. There was a point where I did go clean shaven in the fall and like, it was kind of odd. <laughs> so I had to like regrow it back. But then like, you start looking around and other guys are starting to grow it out. And so like, now it's just kind of like a team thing almost. Yeah. I like it. I like, it. I like what y'all got going on. Whenever you moved to Fayetteville, like, what did you think it like about it? Like the atmosphere, just everything up there. It was. It was. Um, when I first got here, I loved it um, because, like, when I was here in 2021, I didn't really get to like experience Fayetteville. Yeah. It was, like, go from the hotel to the bus to the field. And, like, normally when you're busting through the field, like, I'm not trying to look around at Fayetteville and see what Fayetteville has to offer. I'm trying to get locked in, ready for the games. And so, like, I never really got to see Fayetteville. But then, like, I got here and, like, just driving into Fayetteville, like, it's crazy because you're going through mountains and stuff. And then, like, boom, there's the football field on a hill. There's Fayetteville. Like, it's just – it's awesome. 
So like Fayetteville as a whole, I love it. Um, especially when I got here in the summer, like for me, it's not like a city feeling. Like it doesn't feel like a city. I know there's a lot of people here, but it just, it has that feeling of almost like kind of where I come from, a small town vibe. Of, you know, like everyone knows everyone and like everyone's like supporting you and kind of behind you, especially like being here on the baseball team, you know, like I, I just love the feeling of it. Yeah, it's an elite college town. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's starting to, people are starting to like figure it out. It's kind of, I love it and hate it at the same time. Because I, I would say back in 2015, wow, that seems a long time ago, but yeah, I was in 2015. And it wasn't near as like populated as many people. So people are starting to find out about homecoming. Yeah. Which is good and bad. <laughs> yeah. Do you follow um, any of the other sports pretty closely? Uh, I try to keep up with like basketball and football whenever they're in season. Um, I just kind of like see like the score updates and like how the teams are doing, um, both men's and women's when it comes to basketball and then Football is obviously like a big thing here. Like, I've only been to one college football game my entire life, and it was a Oklahoma State game. And then, like, I came here and I like had games picked out that I was going to end up going to. Never really made it to them, but then I made it to the Alabama game. That's just one that like you have to go to. Yeah. yeah. So I I ended up going to that. And, like the atmosphere there was just crazy. Like I I already want to go back to another game whether it be Alabama or whoever, like, I want to go back. It was super fun. Something, like, again, I'll never forget that. Um, and then, like, basketball, I told myself that I was going to go to basketball games. But, again, like, just never really got around to it. Uh, kind of got a little busy. But uh, yeah. I, I, I still keep up with them. I like seeing kind of what's going on around the uh, other athletics. Mm-hmm. Is Tyler Yerichek around the baseball uh, team a lot? Is he I mean, he's been around he's been around a couple of times um he's came in and talked to us before he seems to be a great idea he seems to have everybody together which is, oh yeah which is rare to have in college yeah. do you have a certain series that you're looking forward to the most this season um i mean we got some big ones um i like playing I like playing in like hostile environments. Like I said, like playing here in 2021 was crazy. Like I'll never forget that. So like going to Ole Miss, like that's going to be fun. And then like Mississippi State, like that's going to be fun. Vandy's going to be fun. Um, So like I'm looking forward to those. Obviously like the Tennessee series at home is going to be huge. But if I had to pick one that I was really looking forward to, it'd be the A&M series at home. And that's just because my uncle is the director of ops for A&M. And then my cousin also plays for AM. He's a pitcher there. So that's really? like a family reunion on that series. That will be fun. That's awesome. I know this is a tough question, you know, how to answer, but how far do you see this team going? I mean, we have it in mind every day. Like we're going to Omaha and not just going to Omaha, but like winning the national championship. That's what we're working for every day. You know, obviously baseball is a weird sport. You can't just immediately look at a team or feel out a team and be like, yeah, like, this team's only making it to a regional, super regional, you know, whatever. But like the way that we work and the way we go about our business every day is like it's winning a national championship. It's not just getting to Omaha. And that's something that like I really um, envied coming here and like noticed a change is it's just it's a different kind of work ethic. It's a different type of talk. Um, 
you know, you don't talk about, I mean, obviously you talk about like getting to a regional and a super regional, but it's like winning a national championship day in and day out, doing whatever that takes to win a national championship. And we have, we have so many new guys from other schools, smaller schools that have never gotten the chance to make it to Omaha or be in Omaha. So I'm sure there's a chip on, on a lot of guys' shoulders. To oh get yeah, there. absolutely. Does Dave Van Horn's like, personality kind of rub off on the team, the intensity level of it? Yeah, there's so there's days where um like there's days where he's more laid back in a good mood or so, like and you can kind of tell, like you can kind of like joke around with him, talk to him, whatever. Like he's walked up to me multiple times and talked to me about Nebraska because we both kind of have that mutual connection now. Um, talk to me both about baseball and football there. So like we've had conversations about that. We've had conversations about like other things too some of them not even baseball related because I mean like that's just kind of the coach he is but when it does come to like like getting ready to go in game time like he does get intense and it does switch within the team of like it's time to go like you don't want to I don't want to say you don't want to mess with him like he's you know bad or whatever but like right. like it's game time it's ready to it's time to go like we, it's time to play Right yeah. yeah, makes sense. I like that too. Cindy, so, you have anything else? I think we covered everything. Cody, thank you for doing this, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. It was fun. Absolutely. All right. Talk to you again soon. See y'all guys. Bye. Bye.